Hi and welcome to this week's episode of the DW Podcast. Uh, thanks to every single person that tuned in uh, to last week's podcast with uh, Brendan from Wheatus, a uh, band from New York. This week uh, we've got a great guest. Uh, we're joined by Tom Grennan, so Hello, thanks mate. very much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, man. What's been happening? It's been good, mate. I've just been... Um, well, yesterday I was in Leeds, um, but for the past, like, six months I've just been in a studio, man, just hibernating and... Um, Getting ready for to all write in a second album, so Good. yeah, it's been it's an, it's exciting times, and I feel like my writing has just gone up a step, and and I'm writing some of the best songs that I've written, and and I'm excited for like for them to be heard, and yeah, it's it's, it's been fun. How does it compare writing a second album to a first? Because I suppose people say like yeah, when you're writing your first, you've got all your life to kind of yeah get inspiration. Well, there's no expectation for for your first album really. Um, and like you can kind of do and be who you want to be on your first album but then when that comes out and like you like you've put that into the world you kind of there's kind of expectation of like how good it will be will it be better than the first um or will it just be shit do you know what i mean totally. but um nah man I'm, i think like i said my writing's got i feel i feel like my writing's got better so and i haven't really put the pressure on myself and and like the pe like the people that my fans are like just they're like they're patiently waiting for it so yeah and like my label haven't really put any pressure on I've kind of just been yeah creative and and yeah just I've learnt a lot about myself during this process more so than I did in my first one. What's so, the yeah. process like? Have you got people in the studio that you write with? Yeah man, yeah man. I've like got loads like different like, from the first album I was in with like different writers and then obviously the people that I was like who I got on with well I've kind of been writing with them again um, but then also like new people as well so it's been nice to like get different new people on it I suppose and like getting the rope pulled out of me do you know what I mean yeah. That's why I love writing with people because I believe like two, three brains are b better than one anyway. So like, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Um, exactly. I suppose it can be quite hard as well if you're writing yourself and your your question is this good? Does yeah. it look good? Whereas if you've got people that you trust in the studio with you and you've exactly. wrote with them before, yeah. they'll be fucking honest with you, won't they? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But um, right now we're just waiting for we're lo looking for a um, producer. We haven't really found the right producer um, yet, and obviously I want I want this record to be massive and I want the production to be like um, I want the production to be like the feel of like everlasting like so it doesn't like so it ages well it and, stands the test of time almost yeah. yeah but then also like with a modern kind of it needs that modern feel to it it can't just feel like a classic record but then like feel like 2002 do you know what I'm saying because you get these songs and you can listen to them you can almost put the date on it when it was wrote that's you? what I'm saying yeah, yeah. so yeah, man, it's just finding that right producer now, and like, I've got people in mind that I'd love to produce it, but it's like whether they have the time and like I know that like Adele's making a record at the moment and Ed Sheeran's making a record, and so like all these like big producers are are with these other, with these big big artists in it, so it's fine. And also, I want to find a, a producer that I can grow with as well, so like. Like Mark Ronson and Amy Winehouse, you know what I'm saying? Like they've got that connection. They yeah, had that connection, yeah. and they kind of grew together, and 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 like 
Paul Epworth with like Adele as well. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I want to find a producer who I can like yeah grow with and 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 like who's mine and I'm, I'm theirs and do you know what I'm saying? Totally, so, totally. Yeah. So taking it way back to the start, then you. I suppose when we spoke to bands previously on this podcast, I've says mm. from the moment I was born, I knew I wanted to be in a band and I knew I wanted no. to be a singer. But yeah, you had no. a different path, didn't you? Yeah, I was. I've always been a performer from from like being young. Like, I'd always be like, just showing off when I was younger and and like not in a cocky way, but I probably was a cocky way. Not now though, but like. You need to have that. in you yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was always like wanting to be the centre of attention and that. Um, but then it wasn't. Into, then I kind of moved away from like, well, not even moved away. I just grew up with with, with football and yeah. my cousins, my friends, and, and football was was my life and my was what I wanted to do and what I thought I'd I'd, I'd be in, and like, um, but it didn't work out that way. And I was playing for various different teams like Luton, Northampton, and, and people like that. And it wasn't until I was like 16, 17, 18 where like. I kind of started falling out of love with the game, and like I wasn't really enjoying it, and and then I kind of got into music, not not like wanting, not knowing that I was going to do music, but kind of like starting to like different types of music. Like I've always been a massive like grime fan, but it wasn't until like sixteen, seventeen where I kind of like started appreciating like different types of music, like um, Arctic Monkeys, Bombay Bicycle Club, Wombats, Kooks, and and I got into that indie stage like Libertines and all that. And, that's when like guitar music was like I was like cool, and then I got involved with the Music Boys, and then I helped them out with like this A level piece, and then we just started doing this like Arctic Monkeys kind of like covers kind of thing, and and then I moved to London, and I was like fucking, I got into like soul music and and like stuff like that, and I was like I want to I want to sing, man, I want to I want to write music, I want to write songs, and and I taught myself how to play guitar. And uh, yeah, and then I was like, "Fuck the guitar! I don't want to play the guitar anymore. I, I want to be a performer. I want to get on stage and like be a frontman." Yeah, man, I want to Freddie Mercury it up, mate. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, that's what I've done. And I just and I'm I love performing. And I just love I love the whole process of either being in a studio or being on the road or or yeah. The whole thing is just saying. Where did you grow up then? Where were you? Where were I grew you up in Bedford. Right, okay. Yeah, which is a little small town, um, just like an hour from London. Um, but it's proper, like, yeah, small town syndrome, innit? So I'm left, I'm so glad I left it, but now I'm back, I'm living with my mum and dad again, and my brother, um, just while I, like, sort some stuff out. Um, so it's nice to go back there, but you do, like, from being in a city, you do notice like how going back to like how like quick and fast London is and and then Bedford is just like slow and and like you start getting at your feet and yeah, I mean, I, that's yeah. what I'm saying man I'm like I've been back there for like two weeks and I'm like fuck this I want to I need I need busy I need I need like inspiration I need like people around me who are motivated and I suppose in London as well it's so culturally diverse that there's so much inspiration mm. you can take for the people yeah. in this see Bedford is, is like culture in Bedford is is unbelievable like we've got so many different cultures and so many like different like yeah different yeah just so many different people do you know what I'm saying but like London is is just different levels isn't it and 
and I love it. Do you remember first moving to London? Were you a bit intimidated by it? Or yeah, man, like, definitely. But I kind of like that. Yeah. I like being intimidated by it because I was like, right, I want to, I want to, I want to be snuggled by London. I, I don't want to be spat out and, yeah. and chewed up. I want to be like hugged and and kissed and and like. Yeah, and I'm comforted so, by it. There's so many people that go to London. I stayed in London for a year myself. And yeah. I was working down there in 2012, and for me, I loved it. And I'm similar to yourself. I come from quite a small town, but I think when I first get, went down, it was like, whoa, this is so high paced. Like, yeah, man. I, I remember getting on the tube at first and asking someone, you know, does this tube go to Balham? And yeah. the guy just looked at me like, why on earth are you speaking to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, mate, it's like that, isn't it? Yeah. But that's like any, like, mate, like New York, exactly the same. Totally. But like, if you go to Manchester, it's not like that. No, I think it's almost. Is there a line north of Birmingham where people get a bit more? Probably, yeah. No, I wouldn't say friendly. Almost knows it or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's your name? What's your story? What are you doing here? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Where did you move to in London? What what part did you go to? Uh, well, I went to uni in, in Twickenham. So to be fair, like that wasn't like proper London. So which was nice to like kind of make my way into London. You know what I'm saying? So I went to Twickenham. Uh, stayed there for three years and then went to Bethnal Green and that's where like I was like living in some like crack then with like just just lots of people man mm. just everyone on just everyone on cat on a Wednesday and that and I was like fuck this man I need to get out of this place and then um, moved to Clapton um, which I love man I lived in Clapton for like three years and and like yeah it was wicked. When did you, when you moved to London, was that solely with the purpose of getting into music or was that? Yeah, nah, I, well yeah, but I knew that I didn't, I, the only way I could go to, to London and move to London was to, to go to uni to obviously like, get student loan and that, because <laughs> like, I wouldn't have been able to afford to live in London anyway, so, and I didn't want to study music because I wasn't a massive school fan and I wasn't a massive like, I didn't really like learning. Like, if, did you like being told to be to, to learn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I studied acting. Brilliant. And then, which gave me like the freedom of like teaching myself, like how to to play guitar, how to like write songs. And, and that's when like my second year, I was like, right, I'm gonna go. I've written some songs now. I've learned how to play like standard chords on guitar. And then second year of uni just went and fucking Knocked on loads of doors. Can I can I play it? Can I play it? Can I play it? And then uh, it was my third year where I got signed, and luckily enough, someone from Sony was in in having a pint, and I was just doing um, an open mic night, and it happened from there, man. It was it was pretty random and pretty weird, but yeah, it happened. Do you remember what you were singing that night? No, probably one of my songs. I can't remember which one, but. Yeah, they liked it, so it was good. It's brilliant, it's yeah. a nice story, man. Yeah, yeah. What was it like when you when you heard Sony were interested then, I suppose it's almost like... Yeah, it was like, fucking hell, are you sure? I was like, you're taking the piss here. <laughs> but like, in the morning, next morning, I had loads of emails and like, people wanted to meet me and shit. And so it was overwhelming, but like this, I was like, this is what I want to do, so let's 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 go in it. Full, full steam ahead. Probably, yeah. Probably should uh, mention for those that are watching or listening, uh, we're actually in the Oti Academy in Newcastle yeah. just now, so someone sounds someone sound checking, so you can hear a kick drum. You might hear a, yeah. a full kit in a minute if you yeah, hear any yeah, background yeah. noise. Hope but not. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having us here, mate. Of course, man. You've got the show tonight. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. Like Newcastle's always rowdy, in it. So and it's a bank holiday. That's as a bank well, holiday so. Sunday. I can yeah. imagine the crowd will be quite lively yeah. and up for it. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah.
What else have you got planned for the summer? Are you loads of festivals? Um, I think I'm doing like 25 festivals. Mm. So and then new music, man. I want to get music out as soon as possible. But like I said, I need to find that right producer to uh, to produce that to, to produce the record or, or whatever song. I've, but I know that I've got the songs, man. I've got like 70 something songs there sitting there. So. There's a whole bunch I need to go through and see what's the best and, and stuff like that. Good. I yeah. suppose uh, for the majority of listeners and, and watchers on this podcast at the moment, we are we are based in Scotland. Then you've got Transmit coming up in the summer yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love Transmit, man. I played I've played it like past like two years. I've played on King Tuts and then I played um, on the main stage last year. I think it was the main stage anyway. But fuck me, it was hot that year, man. It was roasting, wasn't it? it was roasting, man. Mm-hmm. I was, had to ask someone for that like, factor fifty. I was burning, man. Um, but now I'm looking forward to going and Scotland's like, man, the atmosphere up there is just amazing. So, yeah, it's gonna be That'll good. Be good, man. There's some great bands on the lineup as well. Yeah, and that you recommend going to see. Well, I transmit. Yeah, Do you know I, don't, I haven't even looked at the lineup, no. so I wouldn't even know. But yeah. um, uh, Arctic Monkeys, man. No, they're not on this year. No. I don't think uh, the Friday night headliner is Stormzy. Oh, is it? Yeah. Fair. That'll be good. Stormzy's on the Friday. The Saturday's. Uh, Oh dear, you're questioning me now. I think the Saturday's Catfish. Oh, that'd be good as well. Their new record's cool, man. Yeah, and I couldn't tell you who the Sunday is, man, but mm. yeah, it should be good. Wicked, man. And when you got in at Sony, then what was your, your impressions? Were you, this is it, this is the doors opening for us? Nah, man. I kind of like, was like, well, this is where the work starts, isn't it? Like, I wasn't that guy who, like, right, signed something and wicked, because I didn't really sign from, like, loads of people sign for fucking stupid money and, and they're shit, or they don't do nothing with it. Um, so and I didn't really sign for too much for, for, for too much money, so I was like, "Fucking, this is where the work starts. This is where like the ground. I need to hit the ground running now, and and like prove to the people that have signed me and I've people that have, that I've got it and I've and that I've, I'm gonna be the person that I, that I want to be. And and like I, I don't I I'm. It's been like a steady roller coaster, and it's just. And I hope it just keeps going up and up and up. And I don't, and like, I want this record now to be the one that's like, yeah. blows me up. But like we'll on Sony as well. Yeah, we'll go out and insanity. But yeah. yeah um, Would it be fair to say that your your first kind of like break into the charts was with Chasing Status? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they heard one of my songs and they were like, just come in to studio. I'd never been into a studio either before. And that was my like my first thing, and it was in like Metropolis Studios. And I was like, "Fucking, wow, this is mad!" And we got all goes wrong, and it was it was kind of like straight off the ball, man. And uh, and then I was my first gig with them was at Wireless in front of like fifty five thousand people in it, oh and my uh, God. which was mad as well. So I was like, "Cause was I got, so, I got yeah, cause I got like two months before. That's where I got. I, it was in Finsbury Park, and that's where." The pubs over the road from where Wireless is, and two months before that, I was in like. Is that when you done the open mate? Yeah. No way. Yeah, and t- and there was like five people in there, and then two months later, I'm fucking. It's only fifty-five thousand more. Eh? Yeah. So it was good. <laughs> what were yeah. you thinking before you went on stage? Or you? I just cut. Just kept it calm. Uh-huh. Everyone thought I was like shitting myself, but I knew what I was up to. Uh-huh. I thought I was like, I just keep it calm, and I didn't want to be giddy, and I didn't want to be like. Obviously, inside I was, but I just wanted to keep it calm, and then went out. And bowled out and I was like, easy. Yeah, I suppose once you get the feel for that, you're like, I want more of this. Yeah. I've got yeah. that bug. Yeah, definitely. What's well, uh, And then I have to ask you about this. I've got a friend that will no doubt be listening that's a, a big FIFA fan as well. Yeah. 
found what I've been looking for yeah. was almost the song for that. How's yeah. that come about? Uh, I don't really. I, you know, I wasn't even told about it going on there. So no? my mate rang me. He was like, "Fucking hell, I'm playing FIFA. Have, have you uh, your tunes on it?" I was like, "What?" <laughs> so I ran to the uh, ran to the game shop and bought FIFA. I didn't even get FIFA free, man. I was pissed. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, and, maybe um, I should be talking to somebody about that. That's not really fair. And then um, got FIFA, put it on, and I was like, I threw my fucking controller at the TV. I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> um, so yeah, man, it was it's a good feeling, man. Yeah, and it's like it's done wonders for the song as well. Yeah. So I mean, I, I seen that video last night. You're playing in Leeds, and the the crowd were eating out your yeah. hand when you were on stage. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Another thing I'll ask you about. I know that you're really into your clothes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I am. I, I am. think you've got a good style about you. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, know really what it is, but I'm kind of just. Yeah. Don't you, know. you certainly pull things off that I couldn't wear. That's for yeah. Sure. I just, you just got to have confidence in rocking it, innit? Yeah, totally. What's your, what's your go-to? What? Go-to? Uh, like tonight, what would you think? Alright, I'm going to fire that one. Uh, well, I just went I just went and bought these fucking purple tracky bottoms out of nowhere. <laughs> and some jackets, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Decent. Yeah, man. Because uh, you, do, you do need to be confident to pull it off, don't you? Yeah. I think if you're in a, this is my personal opinion, I think if you're in a band or if you're a front man, you don't want to go up there and just look no, like everybody else. You no, want to stand out for the crowd. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, that's it. You've got. To be I've, I've always, like I said, I've always wanted to be someone, and I've always like wanted to stand out and stuff. So, yeah. You've done that. Well, I hope so. You've done that. I hope so. What's the What's the future plans in the album? When are you thinking it'll be out or what? You? I'm not too sure yet, man. Probably like early, early of next year. Sure. No, I don't have a date and I can't put a date on it, so... Was it hard when you went to the studio as well and you've got a producer and if you set a date then you're putting yourself under a lot more pressure as well? That's it, man. Like, I know the songs are there, like, nearly. Um, but, like, it's just, yeah, like you say, just, when I find that producer, that's when that's when the ball, that's when the time will start. That's when, like, the, the batteries will go on the clock and you get... And Tank it up. And wait for, um, yeah, and then wait for the old cuckoo. And you've got UK tour in, in October? Yeah. 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 No Scottish dates. Is it not? I don't think so. I could be wrong. Don't if you're doing transmit, that might be. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It might be. Right. But is that almost an exclusive though? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there definitely will be a Scottish date though on that. Good. That one hundred percent. Good. Good. Yeah. Else you heading out on? Do you know? It's nah, I don't know. Time, it's a yeah. I'm not too sure. If, I think has it even been announced yet? What? The tour. Nah. Nah. No? So, nah. You've got festivals. I've got festivals. festivals. It's festivals. Yeah, festivals have. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing with the Libertines over the summer as well, aren't you? So. Yeah, in Coventry. Yeah. Yeah, I think me. Yeah, it's Libertines, me and Reverend and. Yeah. What what acts have you played with at you? Is there any that you really like and any that you specifically don't like, or do you? Uh. Don't re- I've, I've never really supported anyone. No? Apart from like obviously festivals, but like there's so many fucking artists totally. at a festival that I'd be like, yeah, you're sick, yeah. and I'll go watch you. But I haven't, I haven't supported anyone yet. Um, I'm doing two. I'm supporting Tudor at the O2, um, which will be good. Brilliant. But that's my first ever s- support kind of thing. Keep it that way. People yeah. should be supporting you. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. But it just hasn't like it just hasn't failed to for me to support support anyone like. Um, do you think in the music industry you, you become friends with people or do you, do you kind of keep your, your own friends? I, I get asked this question a lot, like, I wouldn't say like, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I say hello to people and that, but like, I wouldn't like be going out with for beers with anyone. I don't yeah. think. But obviously, the chasing status boys, um, Bugsy Malone. But that's people that I've worked with and like have like bonded and bonded with. But like, I wouldn't. I'm not. I wouldn't go beg it and be like, "Hello, mate. How you doing? You right? Yeah." And because I'm not that guy, man. I just kind of like. Nah, I'm, I just don't beg it really. Because uh, you, you must see people that are desperate for it either. I don't know, man. I've, yeah. Like, like again, I wouldn't even want to say that because that's what people that people do what they got to do to to get to, to, the next to get to that what, wherever they want to be. So, but like, I'm always nice, friendly, and and if I'm a fan of of something, I'll always go over and say like, "Yo, you're smashing it, or you're doing well, or, or I like the songs, or I like the album, and stuff like that." But like, yeah, man, I've I've, I've I've not really been in a situation to kind of go up to someone and be like, "Can I be your mate?" Yeah, you know what I mean, you don't need and, to. Yeah, unless like we have a like now, like say if some if there's an artist and then or at a festival, we'll go over and have a drink, and then that's where like where friendships happen. But yeah, I haven't really had the, had had the opportunity to even go over to anyone and become and start friendships and that. Totally. Can you, I mean? When you're out on tour, what do you do to relax? Because it can be quite a stressful environment, I suppose. Yeah, uh, nah, man, we, we, it's pretty chill. You man. get a good family around you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, I play football. There's a football on the bus. There isn't actually one on the bus yet, now at the moment, but usually on tour there's a football. Um, just, have fun, just have fun, man. Totally. Yeah. Fun. You're a United fan as well since you mentioned football again. Yeah, yeah. Solskjaer for next season. Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't be. Like, I've been listening to like loads of like podcasts and that, and like, he came in with Mourinho's team in it, and yeah. and like, the players were playing for. There's some. There's a lot of egos in that team, man. And I'll, like, I'll be in the standout is. Yeah, but again, Pogba's like a top class player and. He hasn't got top class players around him, I don't think. I think they need to spend some money. Um but but then again the youth team man is unbelievable and I think Oli Gunnar Social knows what he's doing and like I know that that Sir Ferguson must be in, in, in the picture. It's almost as ear, isn't it? Yeah, he must be in the picture and he must be in the background just being like giving him tips and well, why would you not be? Because if you've got someone that you've worked under in yeah, any man. in any walk of life that's gonna give yeah. you advice and of You've yeah. done it at the top level, then. That's it, man. Take it on board, man. Eh? And and also, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is like a legend at Man United. So why, like, he wouldn't want, I don't like he can you can see he loves the club and he loves. He, there's passion. Like he's not even wearing the shirt anymore, but like, you, you, if it feels like he is, you know what I'm saying. He's so. there because he cares about it and he loves yeah. it. Man. Yeah. So. We'll see what happens next year, innit? Totally. Next yeah. year, United might win the league and you'll have a number one album. I hope so, man. Really? That'd be a good year, wouldn't it? It's happening, eh? Yeah, it'd be Feel a good positive. Year. Yeah, man. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, thanks very much for coming thanks, on. Appreciate really it, appreciate it. Thanks, thanks so much for your time. Cheers, man. Thanks very much to everyone that's tuned in uh, to this week's episode of the podcast. Thanks very much for having us here. Uh, and if you've not, please like and subscribe and go back to the start and watch the rest of Thanks very much. Cheers. Mm-hmm.